right, what is up, everybody? I went to my mom's house last night, and you guys know those chip clip things? I have a few here, but I never use them. I used a chip clip to, like, pinch the fat over my eyebrows. Is that even called fat? Well, I pinched my forehead, and I don't know if you guys can see here on the Ted Jones World YouTube channel. We'll zoom in right here <laughs> on my head. But I didn't know my skin was so impressionable on maybe my face, but now it looks like I have a hickey above my eyebrows or like between my eyebrows i now have a unibrow what's up guys ted jones world podcast here episode 170 something guys we're having a great time here shooting a vlog there as well over by the tv in the studio so we're doing a two-in-one today if you guys haven't seen any of the ted jones vlog just check out ted jones world youtube we've got a number of videos up there and every single one we're having a fun time whether it just features me my family some of my friends or whatever that may be, a little daily routine action. But um, yeah, that's about um, as deep as we'll get there, guys. So check that out on the Ted Jones World YouTube. I'm going to the DMV today. And the last time I was at the DMV, it wasn't actually that bad, but I brought a bunch of paperwork that particular time. So I was able to get in there and get out of there pretty quickly. I have an appointment like this afternoon. And I remember going to the DMV in the past, like when I first got my driver's license, like, I don't know how many years ago was this, guys. Uh, like over 10 years ago, it used to be such a pain in the ass. But now they have this like automated system where they have everything on the TV. They're like, D629, uh, counter 19. It's like picking up your ham from the grocery store. <laughs> Do they still give out little tickets like that at the grocery store? I actually don't even know. This is crazy to think. Back when I used to eat friggin' loaves of turkey and all that shit was a while ago, so I haven't had that experience at the grocery store. You know, you take your little ticket, four, three pounds of ham. I don't know why I was about to say four pounds of ham, and then I switched it to three. I got self-conscious about the <laughs> amount of ham that people are getting these days. But seriously, grocery store and DMV both do have that in common. And I guess when the DMV was invented and the grocery store was invented, they were like, look, we need these ticket counters so people can get their turkey on time and also so nobody steals the turkey. It's like, oh, show me your ticket. You know what I'm saying? Like, I went to uh, the stand yesterday to apologize to the manager there for breaking the lights. If you guys remember on the <laughs> beginning of the first um, couple minutes of last episode podcast, I told you guys about how I went to the stand, messed with the lights, and I didn't break it. I'm just freaking joking, but I went to uh, the stand, and you guys will see tomorrow on the vlog when I release it um, how uh, that went because I said sorry to the manager, and hopefully they forgive me now. I, you know what I'm seeing less and less of on the street, and maybe I've spoken about this. Actually, I feel like I have spoken about this a couple times. Is people smoking cigarettes. You know, you don't see as many people smoking cigarettes as maybe you did in the past. You know, I feel like there's a place where people probably smoke cigarettes a lot, and that's like maybe outside of a bar after drinking, or I see construction workers sitting on the side of the street and smoking cigarettes a lot. So you guys got to cut that out. Uh, cigarettes back like 10 years ago, who was smoking cigarettes? People that, who were working outside maybe a lot during the day, maybe that sparks your interest in cigarettes, you know. Uh, models were smoking them, I guess. You know, I was trying to smoke them to be cool. That was so funny. I had like a full cigarette phase. I remember I was going through probably like, what was it? Maybe like a pack a week or something. And I, one of my close friends who like just quit cold turkey, I guess I won't blow him up here on the pod, but 
for the most part, I didn't have any issues stop smoking cigarettes. I just like would get sick from them, get a head high, and I'd just be like, "Ugh, I am not smoking these even type of cigarettes uh, again." Like smoking those Marlboro Reds. If you're smoking those unfiltered, that is pretty crazy, guys. My great grandfather actually had a tobacco farm in Oxford, North Carolina. So I was like three years old when I went there, but the guy made a full living on tobacco. And it's crazy to think that tobacco has just become like, what, the leading cause of cancer? Maybe like overeating is the leading cause of cancer also. But like tobacco, definitely one of the <laughs> one of the main causes of cancer. And like the stuff that we put in cigarettes these days, what do we even put in it? So many ingredients, one of them being rat poison. It's just like interesting to see how people will choose you know their addiction or their habit and it affects you so much you know what i'm saying like guys you can't be eating a steak every single day you know like smoking half a pack of cigarettes is not good for you and they say some eggs are not for you but the thing is with what i'm saying you can find negative shit or positive shit about anything when you just research it online you know like i was watching this um vice episode where there's a country that's just like fully addicted to coke i can't remember what country it was i should look this up mexico's coca-cola addiction is the actually it's not the vice video it's called unreported world which is like a youtube channel and like being addicted to coca-cola you see you see like all the propaganda that's been put forward like even in mexico there are healers that try and heal people with diabetes with coke and they try and like put a prayer over the Coke. They like place the Coke over candles and they're like, allow this man to be healthy. Just crazy shit. And like, we don't realize it till it's too late until you're freaking dying from a Coke addiction and not the Coke you guys are thinking about. But coffee, I think has had um, its fair share of research done on it. It comes from the ground, natural coffee beans, but you could definitely get addicted to it. I myself I'm addicted to coffee. You guys see right here, I got my coffee water because I already finished that shit. But I'd say stick to the things, like be <laughs> be addicted to the things that won't ruin your life, right? Like smoking weed, am I addicted to it? Probably, probably I am. But at certain points, I can, I can not have it. You know, like, I mean, certain days, not certain points. I can not have it and I'm not freaking out. You know, like, I wonder what would happen if I stopped smoking for three days. I haven't not smoked in three days, probably in over a year. So that's something to think about. But they do say that weed is like just a plant. As you guys probably know, there's no carcinogenics in it. So I'd say that's probably fine. If you're smoking a plant, eating coffee beans, which is also from the ground, stick to the stuff that's made naturally. And I'll tell you guys, for the millionth time, you should go vegan. This is also something that like maybe will really improve your your health. I'm not banking on it, but I think that when you switch from eating foods that clog your arteries to foods that open up your arteries, you know, they say that vegans fart more, poop more, which I guess is a good thing. You know, you get that those nutrients in your body and then boom, right to the sphincter, right out of it. But if you guys think about it, like logically, you know, we're using that nutrients in the food. And then when it's all done, Boom, right out of there. If you're eating a lot of friggin' chicken or red meat, that stuff is sticking in your body. Guys, Ted Jones Comedy Show this Monday, October 18th, 7 p.m. at The Stand, NYC 116 
East 16th Street. It's going to be an amazing time, guys. Come have dinner. Come have drinks. The restaurant at the stand is amazing. The comedy club, obviously great. But yes, it is dinner time. So come hungry. Order a bunch of food. It's going to be great. Have a million drinks. Do whatever makes you happy, guys. I'm encouraging now. Like, get the steak. Get the vodka. Steak and vodka, baby. Or I guess it's steak and red wine go together, right? I've never been a red wine guy. I don't know. Maybe I just haven't had the expensive, fancy bottle yet. Like if LeBron hands me one of those fishbowl sizes of wine, red wine, I'll try it. You know, a lot of people seem to like red wine, but I just, I guess haven't had it enough. I just like would slap, would slap the bag. That Franzia, you guys know what I'm talking about. It's like sangria, red wine. And I used to get so sick from that in college. It's crazy how much people drink in college. You know, like, obviously, it's all good to drink in college. Like, I don't think college kids should be not allowed to drink alcohol, like prohibition shit. But I feel like if <laughs> if college kids, you know, messed around with weed a little bit more than alcohol, there'd be less shenaniganery at colleges. Because, like, I went to UConn, as you guys obviously know. And at some of these tailgates, which they're not allowed to have right now, we'll get to that in a second, at these tailgates, like, there would be so many fights just from people drinking and getting rowdy. Most of the time, actually, some of these kids don't even make it to the game. Like, that's how drunk they would get. You know, I don't want to say most of the time, but there were definitely people I knew who would get so drunk at the pregame that they, or the tailgate, you know, before the game, that they wouldn't even make it to the game. And this happened to me, actually, one time I visited my buddy at Michigan, and I got so wasted before the game that I didn't even make it to the game. But it's because I was with a chick, dude. (laughs) Literally, I'm not even lying. But guys, the COVID vaccine, this is an issue, obviously, all over the world. Um, But especially in this country, there are like 70 million people who are still unvaccinated. But I guess do you. I am a person who believes in, you know, I guess you should have your choice here. But if your job is mandating it, you got to get it. Am I right? I think I am right. But talking about UConn again, they're not having any tailgates. They're not tailgating this year. And I think that's because of Corona, which is a silly decision. You know, if enough people want to get the vaccine and then other people don't get it, uh, it's jamming up society for sure. I mean, you unvaccinated people are jamming things up. I know that like maybe you don't want this foreign substance in your body. You don't know what's fully in it. You do your own research. But like how much research are you doing? You know, I'm not one of these, oh, who's calling me on my phone? I'm not one of these insanely, like, pro-vaxxer people who's like, you get vaccinated or you're an idiot, whatever. And I saw Coachella is actually not requiring a vaccine uh, to that festival in California in Palm Springs this year. But, I mean, it's a big outdoor festival. And you figure, we keep hearing about this herd immunity. You know, like, there was a lot of talk about herd immunity in the beginning, of the pandemic right we were talking about like around june like three three or so months into the pandemic sorry not three or so months i guess like six months since the case was first uh reported what back in china but like three months since everything shut down in uh the the united states they were talking about how we could potentially get herd immunity without the vaccine so where kind of is that narrative now you know it's crazy to think that like our mind shifts have kind of been like adjusted throughout the term. You guys know what I mean? So when we were first forced to go inside and not go outside and quarantine for, 
whatever they were saying it was like quarantine for two to three weeks and hopefully it'll be the virus will be dead by then but maybe it's just also because we didn't know anything about the virus really i guess we can say that but conspiracy theorists think that governments have a plan to brainwash us and it's crazy to see what's going on in other countries you know australia if you even hashtag something on twitter you can get you can get investigated if you hashtag do not comply and you live in Australia, um, that's one way for the police to just show up to your door. SWAT team, do not comply. Happy that hasn't happened in America yet, but who knows? They were telling us, you know, as I said before, we got to quarantine for two weeks and now look at us, guys. We got to get this thing poked in our body. But besides the fact that I was insanely sick and I was convinced that I got Delta about like six weeks ago, uh, I, I could imagine like how much sicker I would have gotten if I didn't have the vaccine. For those of you who didn't know, I got four tests six weeks ago when I was super sick. Two of them were PCRs, and then four of them were rapids, and all of them came back negative. But no joke, it was the longest and sickest I probably have ever been. Nine days of every single night sweating through the sheets. I'd be shivering, and then I'd be... Fr- I was gonna, I was gonna be like I was shivering, then I was freezing. No, I was shivering, then I was super hot. I just couldn't get a temperature right in my body. Headaches, stomach aches, but like for ninety percent of those nine days, I've never felt so bad. And I wish wouldn't wish that upon anyone. Lost like a pound a day at least. It was crazy to see whatever the hell it was ravaging my body. Was it Corona? And I just couldn't get tested for it because it was like maybe Delta. Maybe, but also was it something that could have gotten me sick other than Corona? Sure, absolutely, that's a case too. But if I didn't have the vaccine and I would have gotten sick and I did have Corona, I would imagine it, it would have been awful because I wouldn't wish what I had on anyone, not even my worst enemy, but guys, I don't really have any enemies. You know, I only have love. I only have love for the haters and everyone else. But um, yeah, because that's uh, how we do it over here, right? Oh, you guys like that? A little weed spark uh, button press there. I don't use this board enough. I should use it more. Right? That's a good one. That's funny. So uh, the Nets actually, the Nets star player, arguably the Nets star player, I know that they have Kevin Durant, but Kyrie Irving, not going to get the vaccine. So that's kind of why I wanted to talk about this in the first place. Interesting move. This guy's not going to be allowed at practice, though, in Brooklyn and just practice in at, not he's not going to be allowed to practice and he's not going to be allowed to play in home games but this is i don't think that they've determined whether he's going to be allowed to practice like in away games in the places where the vaccine isn't mandated but he's scheduled to lose four hundred thousand dollars a game and i can't imagine that the brooklyn nets would even still have him on the roster by the time the first game comes around you know like Kyrie said he's not anti-vax but i mean kind of looks like it he's just saying that he does not support states rights to mandate vaccines in terms of like going to businesses so we'll see is Kyrie Irving gonna sit out this year he's like another guy making a statement like Colin Kaepernick but Colin Kaepernick I mean it was for social justice and social issues you know like Kyrie not getting a vaccine does that make other people not want to get the vaccine but guys then again I mean we were talking we've been talking about herd immunity for how long And now it seems like, I don't know, let's say that there are 300 million people in the United States. So 
over 70% of people in the United States have gotten the vaccine. Is that even right? 240 divided by 300. We're doing live math here on the podcast. Yeah, there you go. 240 million out of 300 million. You figure 80% or I don't know. You figure a little bit less than that. I don't know the exact numbers, but not a great move to be inspiring the youth to do something that could potentially be deadly. But guys, am I a freaking doctor? Dr. Jones here giving you all the updates of (laughs) health and wellness. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Okay. Okay. Your boy, Captain Kirk. I'm not sure if anyone really listening to this knows who Captain Kirk is. William Shatner, famous Hollywood actor, uh, actor is William Shatner, famous Hollywood actor, actor, going to space. Jeff Bezos company, Blue Origin. This is going to be an interesting little uh, little series we got here. I'm excited to see him finally make it to space after years of playing Captain Kirk on that freaking TV show. I love how I don't even know what it's called, and I'm going to get so much shit for not knowing what it's called. Is it Star Trek? I'm Googling it here, guys. Don't worry. I won't mess this up on air and then not actually tell you... Where did, why does it say? Oh, yeah, there it is. Good call by me before I even looked it up. Star Trek. Iconic series, Star Trek. Um, and uh, you guys check out his little uh, journey into space. He actually just went into space as I'm recording this year, but that'll be exciting. And I look forward to going into space one day. <laughs> I feel like by the time, what, 2030 rolls around or something like that, like we're going to be able to access space pretty, I want to say easily, but like I think that they'll have available flights and stuff to space elon musk and jeff bezos the two richest dudes in the world starting a space company and then also our our close friend here on the pod (laughs) richard branson opening up his space shuttle uh little service so we'll see what happens guys but i look forward to going to space will i go to space sure i'm calling that right now i'm going to space so william shatner should be happy that he's uh still around for this one man This is something that we actually haven't talked about in a long time. As you guys know, throughout the reign of Donnie T, I wasn't so happy that he was president. And when he was initially running, I thought it was a joke. So I got a Make America Great Great Again hat. And I (laughs) I have not worn it one time. Sits in the closet. But I don't know. I thought it was a joke. And now after this guy caused the insurrection on January 6th, like literally raiding the Capitol building. He's still potentially going to run in 2024. What the shit is going on, guys? What the shit is going on? Ted Jones for president in 2024. I would just be such a nicer guy than Trump. Like, you can be hard, dude, and be a nice guy. Like, I don't think he fully recognizes that. He just wants to be hard in and out of the sheets. You know what I mean? Like, why do you need to be so mean, man? No need for people to be this mean. Whatever. I understand your policies, I guess. I mean, I don't even understand it. But, like, why are you boys with Kim Jong-un? You don't need to be boys with Russia. Russia's Putin. You know? And he just talks so much shit. It's funny sometimes, but it's usually annoying. All right, guys. Let's get to this listener email. Enough talk about Donnie T and his potential run in 2024. Hey, Ted, my sister and I listen to your podcast all the time while I'm driving her to work. In fact, we're probably listening to it right now. So for the past two years, we've both been living at home looking to save money. Do you think that it is a good idea to move in with my sister? This is funny. I'm probably telling both of you 
at the same time. Do I think it's a good idea to be roommates with your sibling? Yeah, I guess. Like, why not? I have never been roommates with my siblings other than living with them at my family house. But I think, like, moving in with a sibling could be a good move, right? Chances are your parents are more likely to be into you guys moving in together, especially since you just live together at the crib. And if you get along with somebody and you're already living with them, like, why not try and live with them further? You know, I know that a lot of friendships are ruined because people move in with each other. But in this circumstances, in this circumstances, that's not even English, bro. In this circumstance, (laughs) you're living with your sister already at home. Why not move out and try and live with them? I don't think it really matters. You know, like worst case scenario, it doesn't work. And then you just go back to seeing each other on Thanksgiving and stuff, right? Moving back home, though, for two years is always a solid move. Guys, don't underestimate the power of saving money because you can use it. And then also when you move into your new apartment, there are costs that you really don't think about in terms of like leasing an apartment. Obviously, when you buy an apartment, there's so many costs. But leasing an apartment, I mean, you got to get renter's insurance. Not that big of a deal. Cable, Wi-Fi, paying for electricity, paying that rent every month, obviously, own food. There's a lot of costs that go with it. So saving money while you're at home, uh, definitely a good move. If you guys have enough money saved up and you both are confident with living in each other's presence, again, for maybe another two years, then do it. Why not? You also save money when you have a roommate, which I'm sure if you guys have a roommate, you know what the shit I'm talking about. And it's easier to have a roommate that's your sibling, right? Playing with this mic stand here. It's probably an easier move. You know, maybe your parents will slip you 500 bucks for living with your sibling on Christmas. Thanks for living with your sibling on Christmas. Yeah, but I don't think it's that bad of a move. I actually think it's a good move, moving in with your sibling. Would I move in with one of my siblings? No shot, but I'm also older than you, man. I'm also older than you. Guys, Ted Ted Jones Comedy Show this Monday, October 18th, 7 p.m. Come have dinner. Come have drinks. 116 East 16th Street at the Stand comedy club and restaurant it's gonna be amazing we have a great lineup for you guys i can't wait to see your face there shoot me a dm ted jones world don't get the don't forget to follow me on instagram guys late jesus guys (laughs) rate comment subscribe i hope you enjoyed yourself this episode and we'll see you at the ted jones comedy show peace